0: Welcome to episode 3 of Misfits. This is the podcast where I speak to the rebels, troublemakers and mavericks in Singapore. So These people are the folks who see things differently, gone off the beaten path and found their pursuit. Uh, these people include Dr. Loretta Chen, the consultant for the Kingdom of Bhutan. Uh, Jeremy Tong, a mountaineer who is climbing the Everest. And today on the show, we have Betty Lee, who at the age of 60 decided to do something radical. So she packed a bag, packed a belonging, left everything in the storage unit, and proceeded to travel the world for 400 days backpacking style, which means living in dormitory with the rest of us. So I met Betty during my get-me of traveling in South America about four years ago, Um we will talk more about how we first met in the show. But what I did not mention uh, is that I didn't know Betty was actually 61 when I met her. And I didn't know what it means to be older in terms of health. So just a psych story for you so that you can catch up to what we speak about. So one day, me and Betty decided to visit an inca ruin called Pisa. So you go to the, take a bus from Cusco and then you go to this little town and from the town, you make your way up to the ruin. So being a poor traveler that I am, uh, I choose to go up uh, to the ruin um, by climbing and Betty so sort of just comes along uh, w- with the flow, with the ride. And during this hike, uh, being the young man that I am, uh, I'm usually hate of Betty and I'll be shouting, Betty! Betty, Betty, come on, let's go, come on, let's go, and uh, not knowing that, she has bad needs. So fast forward, yeah, we made it to the ruin, Uh, there was a beautiful rainbow at the very top, and I then proceed to get my camera stolen on the very same day. (laughs) So without further ado, this is Betty Lee. Well, thank you for coming to the show, Betty. It's been a while. Uh, Yeah, it's been a while. Well, yeah, we met like two days ago, but before
1: then. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, 2012. Wait a minute, 2013, huh? 2013 in Peru. Yeah, June, I think.
0: Yes. So today in the show, we are in a very beautiful home of Betty. And I usually do an introduction of my guests. But today, we'll have her introduce herself. So, if you have to pick a noun to describe yourself, uh, or two, what will you? What noun will it be?
1: Okay, when I was working, sort of like misfit.
0: Yeah.
1: Yes, I was a misfit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, honestly.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Great. I didn't
1: fit in with the crowd, and yet I was a misfit in M I S S, because I was doing marathon and running and cycling and all that. Yeah.
0: So, well, the rest are.
1: Yeah, very aunties. Huh? Oopsie, <laughs> shoot, sorry. It's
0: okay. We can end it.
1: Yeah, <laughs> please. So,
0: I think not known to many, you are late blossom to the travelling uh, game. Uh, mm. Could you tell us a list of country you have been in the last five years?
1: Golly, last five years. So, that's from 2000.
0: So today, this year is
1: 2016. So, 2011. 2011. Yeah. Okay. Tibet, Tibet, right? Um, Nepal, from then on, then it's going to be like Australia, and then Thailand, Chiang Mai, and all that, the Southeast Asia in that sense, and then of course, my round the world, then London, that's outside of the round the world trip, so London, where was I, Norway I went, yeah. Then after that, then 2012 to 2013, then I went around the world in the sense that it's anti-clockwise. That means from Singapore to um, Switzerland and then Europe and all, four months, I think. And then to USA, three months. And in South America, about five months. And in Australia, two months, I think. Yeah.
0: So in short, a lot of places. <laughs> if uh, I, I I think we didn't count a country, but if we were counted, it'd be somewhere in between. Like we need three hands plus, uh, two 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 feet uh, <laughs> and uh and two hands.
1: No no no, not that bad. About what? maybe uh three hands. Three hands. Okay. <laughs> 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 Left hand, right hand. Which hand?
0: Both. I mean, Both like hands. one, two, oh, London, yeah, okay, Switzerland. Okay.
1: Yeah, three and pairs of hands, Three yes. pairs of hands. Yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I know it's um, usually very rude to ask uh, someone okay. this question, mm-hmm. okay? Especially women. Yes. How old are you?
1: Right now, going on 64.
0: And how, how old did we, how old were you when we met?
1: Okay, 60,
0: 60 and a half. 60 and a half? Yeah. I would never cross my mind it was 60.
1: <laughs> okay. Gosh, really?
0: Yes. We in fact, I actually put in a photo. Um, yes. And I want, I, I want to bring it to, to, to show it to you. But we'll just have it in soft copy. Let me have a look. When really? Asleep.
1: When I was asleep? How you yeah. do it? In the bus, is it?
0: Yeah, in the bus.
1: Oh, my God. Yeah, that's where we saw the rainbow. And oh, gosh. Is that rainbow. is great. Yeah, that is so great. Yeah, I had a Nokia handphone, handphone, so I couldn't take photos, you see.
0: <laughs> so you didn't have any photos during a trip?
1: The, yeah, the first part of a trip, like Greece and um, Eastern Europe and all, I didn't have any photos. Even Antarctica, I didn't have photos. How come? But it's okay, it's very liberating, travelling oh. without a uh, camera.
0: Camera? Honestly. And where you have a phone?
1: I had a phone until I was somewhere in Sauta, then I realised, hey, maybe I should try the phone, the camera in this Nokia little phone, you know? And I tried, clicked. It's fantastic. Oh, it worked? Yeah, it worked. The seven-coloured mountain, and I said, I have got to take that photo, you know? What is
0: this phone that we're talking about? <gasps> a
1: Nokia... Do you see it?: I think so.
0: But it was like a Don't color ask phone. me to take it
1: out. I don't know where it is. It's yeah. in a colour
0: phone, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, not uh, Android or hmm. yeah, 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 or iPhone. No. Nothing
0: smart, basically.
1: Yes, not smart. Yes. <laughs>
0: yeah. It was great. It was great to see you, actually. So I, um, I don't know exactly where. I mean, where we met is in Cool School, uh, oh. in Peru. But can you remember the exact moment that we met? Was it? Yes. Do you remember? Tell me.
1: You don't. Oh my! I god! I don't. I don't. It was in the tourist information center. And I was walking and I wanted, yeah, I went in just to ask for some information. And I heard this guy, Asian. I saw Asian and he was speaking in Spanish. I turned around and then it sounded, it's got a Singapore accent. So it's
0: like <laughs> Singapore <laughs> and Spanish I turned around,
1: <laughs> Yeah, I turned around and I said, oh my God. So that's how we started talking, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was saying that, like, oh my God, You, yeah, my first Singapore singaporean contact that i've come across yeah in south america after traveling for four and a half months yeah it was like oh my god a singaporean backpacking alone yeah yeah yeah
0: that's true and you you were too yeah solo and you i think you have more respect than me because you're a woman backpacking solo versus me a young guy
1: yeah, and I had to tie my hair up, you know, to look like, you know, I'm mature, you know. Yeah, and just to fed up.
0: classes too.
1: Yes, I did for one month. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Maybe uh, let's just create a day. What do you learn from traveling and uh, how do you make you see the world differently?
1: Learn from traveling.
0: Yeah, I mean, if anything. Actually,
1: I've been traveling since the age of 23, actually. Mm-hmm. Because in school, I remember in primary school, there was this Eurasian teacher. When you earn your money, just travel. Save money and travel. You see a world that's so different. And she was our geography teacher.
0: Mm.
1: Yep. And yeah. I was so inspired. I aced in geography anyway. It was a great subject. So that's how I started. So I've been like traveling every year. So But this solo 400 days trip, Around the world, alone, with a backpack of 13 kilos, just like that. It's taught me that we don't need many material things. Just in one, have a sec. I could live 13, 14 months or 15 months just on what's inside.
0: If you don't mind, um, how big and what do you have inside?
1: It's 13 kilos. It's I don't s- quite, quite small. Quite small, actually. Yes. Yeah. What do and you, With just a day pack in front, and that's about it.
0: What, what, what was your life uh, material uh, goods like in that period of time? Of
1: course, um, a pair of jeans, a pair of long, yeah, long, uh, well, tracking pants, a pair of uh, tracking shoes, t sandals. I have for this Tiva water, sandals too. I still have it.
0: Great! <laughs> I wore <brought> it today. <laughs> yeah, great. you
1: wore it. I wore Tiva. Tri- yeah, the Tiva, and it's still there. Or what? I, I, I the got a new one. one
0: after that. I just only got it. Really? Yes, Sense is great. I love yes,
1: it. Yes, yes, yes. The Tiva is great, especially when you're tracking waters and all that rivers. You know, mm. river crossing and all. Um, what about that? Just tops, two or three tops. Yeah, undies, about four that you can wash. You know, in fact, three. Believe it or not, yeah. Three undies that I survived on, yeah.
0: For it's... 13, 14 months.
1: Yeah, yeah. We don't need so many things.
0: Did yes. you start it out with the same set of items? Yes. When you went versus the first month versus the last month, it's the same four sets of undies and... Yeah. Wow.
1: Actually, I did. Yeah, I didn't add on. Maybe one or two tops from Turkey when, I mean... H&M in Turkey that mm. I grabbed, yeah. Mm. And that's about it. I didn't buy, I didn't shop. Yeah, that's it. That's great. I didn't shop. It was like, oh my god, I want to buy this and that in Istanbul, you know, Bulgaria, Greece.
0: In the same sense, would you recommend traveling to your fellow friends, Singaporeans, the young people, and why?
1: Yes, yes definitely. I do recommend traveling, it opens your eyes, you know. I mean, no matter whichever country you're born in and you live in, be it the states, Australia, Europe, or even Singapore, the little red dot. But regardless of the size, it's just getting out of your comfort comfort zone. Right? You experience it. Yes. Like leaving the comforts of home and all that. Mm-hmm. And just going out there and meeting people. And backpacking is really very good. Yep. It's not like staying in a five-star hotel, which is the same everywhere around the world. And the people in it, it's more like stereotype. But backpackers, hostels, it's the best.
0: And I'm sure you have did backpacking trips before, am I right?
1: Oh, yes, yes.
0: So, would you say, what, were you, what would be your first sort of like landmark backpacking trip? How old were you? Place us.
1: Okay, I, yeah, late bloomer. Or late bloomer okay. in everything, so when I started backpacking, it was actually in two thousand
0: two or two thousand three. Okay, where yeah. where
1: to? Um, it was Cambodia.
0: Oh, to see the Angkor Wat.
1: Yes, Angkor Wat.
0: What made you want to backpack then?
1: It was just to try out, you know. Yeah.
0: How long for traveling?
1: You know, on your own and living cheaply. I mean, traveling cheaply. Because before that, my travels were like, yeah, hotels. Even if it's not five-star, then it's two, three-star kind of thing. But that, was, that started it, the ball rolling. From then on, when I was, gosh, 50 years old, I started backpacking.
0: What made you do that?
1: I guess maybe when I was liberated. When my, you know, I split up from my husband. Oh, yes. That's when I started just going out, travelling on my own. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. To try something different.
1: That's and that
0: right. was, was that during a period, There's a two years period uh, right. of like uh, separation to, for him to find some, a place and to leave. Was it during then or was it after he officially left uh, the, mm. the house?
1: In between actually. In between. In between, yeah. Yeah, in How, how was
0: that? Like, how, how I mean like comparing your first backpacking experience and you ex, um, travelling as a backpacker from then in Cambodia and yes. from now? What what is the difference?
1: What is the difference? Backpacking in Asia is so different from backpacking in Europe and South America. Mm-hmm. The hostels are no matter what, somehow cleaner. <laughs> <laughs> in Asia, you know, like Cambodia and all that, it's or Thailand. Yeah. It's somehow, maybe for the price we pay, but still it's it's different, I think. It's not as clean. Yeah. you got done that, right? Yeah. It's I, not I, as clean, right? It's not. You agree? I, I, don't, I, don't,
0: I didn't travel in Europe. So I went to the, the lowest of the lowest first. And then after that, when I'm older, I'll make my way up. That, at least right. that's the plan.
1: Okay. Okay. I mean in Asia or in South America? In
0: Asia and South America. Both right. are quite dirty, would you say oh, so? Oh, is
1: it? I don't know. South America was pretty well-managed. Oh well Mexico, managed.
0: though. But
1: oh, Mexico.
0: Peru, Peru. Peru was well-managed, I would say. Yeah. That was
1: okay the
0: hostel. I should have visited okay. you in the hostel, yeah. Well when so when I first actually got into Cusco, um I I was on a bus ride all the way from the north, past Lima, and then go to Cusco. It was a three days bus ride. Oh my god. Uh and I was uh, I, I was I took a cheap bus so I'm there remember there was one famous bus company that all the tourists take, but that was very expensive and the next there yes. was no middle tier yes. it was that and then the lowest one. So I right. went to the lowest one. Took that um, on three days on the bus. Slept from at,
1: from Colombia. From
0: no from uh, well, there was Ecuador, right? Ecuador, oh, and then Ecuador. you passed by. Yes. And there was the one big city. I can't remember the name right now, but from that city, I really want to go to um, Cusco. So right. I took a three days bus, right? I remember I even have to pee on the bus with someone sleeping <laughs> beside. <me. laughs>
1: I'm not surprised.
0: It was terrible. No, no, there was right. no toilet on the bus. Right, at
1: all. right. Come on, I think uh, peeing. I think so. Uh, I mean, in Bolivia, I could see just a guy in front of me, and just yes, yeah, str- he just peed in front of me. It's like nothing it's like to nothing. them. It's nothing. It's
0: like yeah, nature.
1: Yes, it's nature, isn't it?
0: <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then uh, when I was in, after when I reached Cusco, I had yeah. a, I have a couch surfing uh, host set up. Oh. Um, so I I went over to his place, um, only to know that he. I mean he was living quite close to the city. Right. But he wasn't there he he don't have any hot water at all. So you know how Cusco cool is cool yes. right? So after three days I was really looking forward to this hot bath. This right. hot bath was my thing. And I was going in and I was like and I was like one of those things where I don't even know if there's for sure there's no hot water you can turn from the tap. So I was wondering if there's even hot water that you could boil. And yeah. I, and and it was so dark and I couldn't see anything I was like I'm done I'm done and I, I remember I even had to sleep on his couch which the clean, cleanliness is dubious
1: oh <laughs> and, right. and, I not want to I was like I need to I need
0: a warm bath so that, that was then I went to a hostel in Cusco right. and then after that we, I met you
1: right okay. so you had a good shot
0: I had a great shower in the, in the hostel, and, and the, shower, oh. the hostel included breakfast, so it was fantastic.
1: Cool, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, those are the best stories, because you have good stories. I mean, like, you eat a nice meal, and then you tell our friends, it's just a nice meal. Everyone have a nice meal all the time. I tell people all the time that when you go travelling, um, it's the bad things that happen to you that become a really good story.
1: Yeah, in a way, in a way yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, food is also another thing, you know, to experience. But it's more the street food that I enjoyed.
0: Which, which country remember in South America?
1: Remember in Corazon, Corazon, remember we had the, uh, um, um, the heart, beef heart, uh, on oh, no, uh, a Yes, it was so cheap and it was so good. And that's how I learned the word Corazon from you. Oh, is that? <laughs> yeah. Love, love, heart, love, hearts, love. Okay, you know? I see, When I hear the songs, Corazón. Okay, I know there's a heart. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad
0: that was my lasting memory for you.
1: <laughs> so, on the yeah. same
0: note, do you have any crazy stories, uh, traveling stories? Um, crazy. Any just top on top of head.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I was traveling. Actually, I started in Brazil. I mean, from um, Atlanta, I flew down to Miami, and I started. South America in January. So I flew to, um, spent one month in Brazil and then down to uh, Argentina, right through to Antarctica. Oh, wow. You know, just arrived there. Went to the hostel. Ushua- Ushuaia.
0: Ushuaia.
1: Yes, the southernmost port. And I just went to the hostel. I said, any, any cruise to Antarctica? Because I learned that you have to go to hostel to get
0: a cheaper yes, deal right that's
1: correct the guy said oh i think there's one the next day i say book me on it <laughs> so i had to talk to the agent uh-huh and the agent said i said okay can i pay cash or you know credit card and the agent said no no you can't oh you've you can. got to yeah you've got to send money telegraphic transfer to a bank account oh. in in usa florida And I said, that's crazy. I can't call my bank in Singapore to arrange for a telegraphic transfer. I said, don't you take cash? He said, no. You know why? Because they need the money out of the books in Argentina. But even cash? No. But then the agent cannot just take it like that.
0: But you go, when you reach the, the cruise, then you pay it to the guy.
1: No, no, no. It's because I had to go through it. This agent, mm-hmm. she's an American young girl, actually. Mm-hmm. American young girl who's operating there. Interesting. Yes. And she goes to hostels and she gets all the bookings. Oh. And then she gives this you know, bank account and just... So I was saying that, okay, I spoke to her on the phone. Yeah. And then she came over the next morning and said, okay, you're going to leave soon. I said, okay, can I... You you
0: did the the transfer.
1: No, I didn't. So I called my daughter Dawn in Sydney, which is like, I don't know how many hours difference. I said, Dawn, you need help me. Can you remit funds? She said, sure. So she spoke to the girl and then they both, you know, sort of like coordinated. And she said, okay, I think it sounds authentic. I'll just put you on the ship, you know, on the cruise you go and then our uh, layers with Dawn. Right. This. So she trusted me in that sense. Okay. And Dawn. So I went without paying actually in that sense.
0: How was the cruise?
1: Oh mind blowing. Mind blowing. The colors of white and blue. It's like a different world. Really? It's worth going actually. It's once in a lifetime trip. was it
0: like a small like ten people yacht? Oh
1: no, 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 no. It's actually it's a scientific Research a ship. Oh, yep. Yeah. So we had about thirty or fifty passengers, and it's good that you have these fifty passengers and not those big ones where you get all sorts of tourists. That you, you know, it takes a while for y'all just to get out into onto land and then mm-hmm. look at the penguins and all that. For us, a small ship, so it's easy. We just everyone goes on there, and it's
0: a two days, three days sort of adventure. Or seven days, like Galapagos.
1: No, it's about twelve days. Oh, it's
0: twelve days. Yes. Wow.
1: Yes. Yeah. Do you have? It's... Do you
0: buy enough um, books or?
1: No, nothing. I just. No movies.
0: cameras.
1: No cameras, sadly, but I'll be clicking way too much. Were
0: you? Were you? Were you, do you how's the twelve days on board the ship? With... Oh,
1: fantastic food. Oh, really? Yeah, but the first two days, I mean, crossing the passage that everyone threw up. Because the Drake uh, passage, it was terrible, yeah.
0: Did you terrible?
1: Did you? But coming back was easier. Um, I did once only. Then after that, I could eat. Yeah. Okay. It was terrible, up and down, up and down. Wow. Yeah.
0: But you got to see penguins, though.
1: Oh yes, even whales and all. Yeah, it's amazing.
0: I I would want to go too. Yeah, go one day when I have more money. Not when I'm couch-surfing. I don't think there's a couch-surfing <laughs> boat that I, can, that I can sleep on no to see way. penguins, right? Is or there? join
1: the crew. Join <laughs> the crew. <cruise>. Yeah.
0: <laughs> what was the impetus to make you go on such uh, the 400 days adventure around the world?
1: Yeah, I resigned from my job, cushy job, and I told my boss, I'm going around the world, that's it. I didn't do much research, actually. No? No. South America, I didn't do research. At all. I just
0: You got a lonely planet, though.
1: Oh, yeah, that was all in, the in USA, in USA okay. my niece, uh, she asked me, what do you want? I said, can you buy for me this, um, yeah, South American book, shoestring yeah, book and all that? And she said, yeah, okay, and she gave it to me as Christmas present. That's cool. But when I was, my first stop was Switzerland, and after that, going to Romania, Bulgaria, Turkey, it was no research. Just go with the flow. Go with the flow.
0: Yeah. I, I doubt a lot of people would be able to do that. Uh, how do you uh, learn to do? I mean... I, yeah.
1: How do you? Yeah, Brian. I'm sure you went through that, right? Yes. But you, you're a lazy um, traveller, right? <laughs> yes. You stay put for... Yes. <laughs> Whereas for me, I was just time. on the go. You're yeah. on the go? <laughs> yep. Two, three days, three nights in a place. And if I like that place, then I'll stay maybe a week, you know? But it's more from the travellers that said like I met a young German boy and he said no you've got to go to Bulgaria which was not on my list right from Romania and I said okay I'll go there so I went to Bulgaria and it was fantastic it was the cheapest country in
0: Eastern Europe Eastern Europe
1: and fantastic place I went to
0: yes how has Bulgaria Never been
1: yeah but try that it's so cheap can you imagine a rickety rickety bus okay Going down south to Greek border, yeah, it had Wi-Fi on board. I was like, "What the hell?" Even Singapore doesn't have that.
0: Are you sure though? Because you don't have anything to try the Wi-Fi. Yeah, you?
1: But it says Wi-Fi on board. Okay. And the number, you know, they gave the pass. Oh, give the password too. Yeah, I was like, wow. People are
0: using the phone, or
1: no? It's only locals.
0: Oh. Okay. I went
1: on board. It was just locals, no foreigners. Wow. Yeah went to Melnick and it's a wine-growing area and that's wow, where that Churchill ordered his his red wine. Oh, there was a discovery. It's like, wow. Wow. No, it's really fantastic. Was it, was it good, the wine? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so cheap. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Those were the best. Yeah, yeah. When, and were you, when, when you were there, did you um, backpack like hostels, dormitory, or did you Airbnb? There wasn't Airbnb is there. When we were traveling,
1: no, I didn't try, I didn't want to try because being a female, although there were other female um, travelers from the west, they were trying all their Airbnb, couch surfing, couch surfing. Yeah, but no, 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 for me, it was just hostel, hostel, hostel. And I tried in Europe just traveling on land, no flying, no fly, no flying.
0: South and it's fantastic. Eastern so Europe. So green
1: I was. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> no flying.
0: Yes, you are green.
1: Yeah.
0: Where? How long were you? Was your trip in Europe?
1: In and, Europe. Yes. It's about four months.
0: Four months. Four and where? Months. What country did
1: you? Um, traveled by land to Switzerland, too? and then went up to Berlin. Berlin was really mind blowing. Yeah, trendy and all. Berlin, and then traveled. South by train to Romania, Romania, and then right. And I bought a bus ticket to go to Istanbul. Just there, went to the bus stop, and then I want a ticket to Istanbul. It was crazy. And I was reading like, okay, when you bought all these buses, you've got to beware of your things. You can't put it on top. You know where? Yeah, they have this uh, luggage compartments. Don't do that. Just hold it with you. I was like, this is ridiculous. (laughs) So I just did it. I just dumped it there and it was all locals. Right. And it was like, okay. And I was very, very wary. But later on, because the locals, they're so friendly. And some of them were Turkish and some Romanians. So they went. And they offered me things to eat. So I trusted them. So I think when you're traveling alone, you've got to be spontaneous and trusting. I mean, you've got to see who you can trust and all that. But for me, touch wood. Yeah, everything would came to. For me well. too. For you too. Huh? Yeah. Well, you but then I,
0: I guess the whole you know idea of putting your back in front of you, close to you, doesn't really um, affect me because that's when how my camera got robbed
1: <laughs> in the act bus. I was talking
0: to you. Remember, yes. right? Yes. We were out traveling. Was it the time when we saw a rainbow, or is it?
1: Yes, 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 yes. The time with the rainbow.
0: Right. So we were we were doing the rainbow, and then the back my back was in front of you. Was a very packed bus. I was talking to you the yes. whole trip. My back was in front of me. Huge camera, DSLR. It just gone.
1: But I think that's because you were holding the camera, taking a photo of it, and then... I
0: put it inside. And then the... you put
1: it inside, and then people see. Still, so but fainting. I was it was
0: an, in front of me. Was
1: it in front or back? Yeah, here?
0: no, my backpack was in front of me, and I was speaking to you.
1: Yes. You were sitting down. Yes, and I didn't see. Yes. I didn't see anything. They so were I guess those
0: whole... I mean, maybe the whole point is just leave it upstairs and not care about it and everything Yes, is fine.
1: yes, because it's out in the open, I think, yeah, I turned green. I was like, I don't believe it. Huh? You also, uh, were you shocked in a way?
0: Yeah, I mean, in, in a way, I was I was both, you know, um, saddened at my photos for that day. It was beautiful photos. And those photos that I, I'm showing you just now, yes. it's from the iPhone. So luckily, I have like those. Oh. Yeah, but I mean like that day on the hill with the rainbow right. back, backdrop. Yes. And we climbed it. We nailed yes. it.
1: Yes.
0: You nailed it.
1: Yeah, with bad knees, not perfect knees. I just managed it. I don't
0: know how. He's like, go! Go! Yeah,
1: you were saying, come on, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we were climbing so these
0: ruins that was, I don't know how, quite yeah. high.
1: Yeah, some parts were very <laughs> treacherous, you know?
0: Yeah. But we did it's it. It's frightening. What's we great. did it. Yeah. So, I mean, okay, so I guess the question is that when you, as a solo woman traveller, have you developed any uh, self-defense technique, any secret craft manga move <laughs> that, you know, other female travelers, when they uh, travel, they could learn a couple of things.
1: Oh, right. Actually, I took up Taekwondo ooh, 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 ooh. up to green belt when I was like um, 22. Okay. So that helped me. So I know where to kick and where, you know, how to defend myself and all that. Right. So that gives me confidence in that sense. Okay. Like if someone were to approach me. But of course, if there are two or three people, I can help it.
0: So Taekwondo it, lessons for any young yes. woman?
1: Yeah. I mean, some self-defense would really help. In okay. a way, it's just giving confidence. But it can't defend you but from... But did you
0: ever got to use it?
1: No. No, actually not. Although in Greece, in Pergamon City... I mean, it's old city. I was just com- coming down the slope. And then, you know, there were a few guys in a hut. And I passed, you know, it was, I was alone, just climbing down, yeah, tracking down. And they were there, about five guys. They were talking and talking, and they stopped when they saw me. And I just tracked down, and an old man was walking down slowly. And I just went to him, and we walked together. And all of a sudden, I heard footsteps behind The five guys ran after us. I was like, oh, my God. And they looked young and all that. And then they started approaching the old man, and they looked at me. And then one of them said, don't worry, don't worry. You know, in Greek and saying that this is my card. He's a security guard for Pergamon City. Yeah, the Greek city, an ancient city. And I'm a security guard there. It's okay, we're all friends, you know, we're going down there. I said, okay. And one of them even offered me a ride to my hostel. And I said, and I looked and I observed. I said, okay. So I took the ride. <laughs> That's crazy, I know. But it turned out well. Yeah. So it's just sizing up people.
0: What is your secret sizing technique? If, you, if there is Okay, any...
1: when you approach when you're travelling alone, a female, approach old people, right. older guys. Not, that,
0: not because you're old, then you yeah, get yeah. No,
1: no. <laughs> older guys and ask for directions right. and they're patient. You know, and they even walk me to the bus depot. <laughs> I was so touched, you yeah. know, walking me to the bus depot in Istanbul. It's wow. really amazing. Yes. Yeah. So, it's approaching older people. Don't, approach young ones who are in a hurry, you know, young mm. people are always so busy and, you know, things may happen. I don't know. But that's my tip, actually. Okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, I guess it works. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> uh, For me, um what kind of tips? Security tips or... Yeah,
1: yeah, or yeah. Or
0: like old people... Like,
1: security... No, security tips. Security like, tips. I, no, I think the, the,
0: the, the, the... Just don't do stupid things, i say. Um... I mean, drinking is a big one, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, when you go drinking, please don't bring out your, your cameras with you. In yes. fact, there's this really cool um, product that they have, which is sort of like underwear, but you put all your money and your passport and your ID inside this underwear.
1: Oh, God. So, it's
0: like a zip on your inside the underwear, then you wear your pants on it.
1: What if um, there's a sexual assault and all that?
0: But well, then it wouldn't be for your <laughs> money, right?
1: <laughs> then they'd be saying, like, Hey, what's all this, boss? But in a way, it may save you from being a uh, assault. Yeah, they're I mean, like, Take the my lady. money. Yeah take, yeah, yeah, take it, take it. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. I guess for security, also splitting up the money. I carried cash. Oh, you
0: carry cash? How much did you, were you, did you?
1: I mean, for spare, you know, like right. 2,000 US, like 1,000 euro. I carry 1,000. Yes. Yeah. Just in case of emergency, right? Like ATMs don't work or things like that.
0: So two ATM cards, uh, in case one doesn't work. Yes. Um, spare cash of one thousand split into maybe three. You can put in your jeans pocket. You could put under your shoes with your socks, or you could put with your toiletries. Um, yeah, I think that's pretty much what I'll say I'll do the yes. rest of the thing just don't be too precious with the rest of the things
1: yes yes yeah yes, the rest true.
0: nothing that money can't buy you know I mean if you have, you have photos true. now that's like high speed internet you yes. can do dropbox you could send it to your gmail
1: it's true it's true I put my money actually put it in some like um, dental floss thing you know pretend and just chuck it don't hide it in yeah in hostels and all people don't bother yes yeah <laughs> yeah.
0: How what, what would we say right now is the style of travelling? Like, if you were to describe, like, maybe in a trip, if you... Right now, maybe tomorrow, we mm-hmm. we are going to, let's say, Japan. Yeah, okay. What would be this one-week trip sort of look like?
1: In what sense? In,
0: in a sense whereby, you know, how people would go to... Uh, make the decision of like going to the hotel, they will go on this website, oh. they will buy the flight, they will check out this review, they will go to this blog, and then they go read like maybe 10 blogs, and after that, oh. they, they will decide on their, their beautiful, nice little hotel, that they stay in with like a pool and all, and most of the time, they will be at the hotel, at the pool, not seeing Japan. Oh
1: yeah.
0: Yeah, how would your, like you would be going to Japan next week, right?
1: Yeah, I backpacked in um, Japan actually, with a girlfriend, and Dawn, my daughter. Wow. But it was very to the minute because the trains are so precise. The timing to the minute. But apart from that, when we reach a town, then we just you know. How was your planning?
0: Plan. Sort of like
1: um, we just plan. Okay, we book the first stop would be just book a hostel. Japanese hostels are the best, <laughs> the cleanest. Yeah, Just book a hostel and from there, then we book the next one and the next one. You don't need to do much. Yeah, you don't need to plan for the next seven days. What about coming back? Coming back?
0: You don't book your flight or you book...
1: Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, book the flight. Yeah,
0: But you only sort of plan three days in advance when you want
1: to come back. That's right. Yes, yes. As long as you reach the airport. Do you
0: think you have some special powers uh, that make you be so... A minute. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't actually, think everyone you know, could do that.
1: It's going with the flow. It's going with the flow that makes it interesting and things somehow you accept. You know, if anything like the bus breaks down, you just accept, like okay. But if you plan it such you have to be a, at a place at a certain time, you just worry and mm-hmm. stress yourself out.
0: Agreed. Isn't it? Yes.
1: So it's going with the flow that helps.
0: Oh man, I couldn't even. Don't you think so? Stress enough about going with the flow. Um, I don't know when I got. I got maybe the idea of couch surfing actually really yes. helps about like going with the flow because you stay with this very interesting person. And my first surfing experience was actually in Australia in Melbourne. You're right. And he was this uh, one guy, Richard, good friend, um, uh, Asian guy, Asian Malaysian, chi- mm-hmm. Chinese, mm-hmm. Uh, dropped my back, saying, "Okay, meet me at this station." Okay, drop your bags inside there. We're going out. I have no idea what's the plan. And so we went to Chinatown. We went to a bar at about like 3, 4 p.m. There was a free salsa lesson. My first night in Melbourne and was salsaing. And it was like, it was was great. It was free, you know. So we went to our salsa lesson. Uh, And then after that, we went over to Chinatown to walk around drink some friends at the bar. And uh, we walked around Chinatown for a bit and food. And then after that, we came back yeah. To to the home and once the night was great. So when he came back to home, Richard had this um, vest on him. huh. Yeah, this oh. like I'm just, Melvin's coal. Yeah. Right? So instead yes, yes, of yes, a jacket, he had a vest. So he took out this vest and behind him, kid you not, is this knife, not a small one, there's a huge knife this big. shoot I was like, my first culture experience, like, should I, you know, like pretend not to see it? Uh-huh. Should I ask him? I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what to do. And of course, he being an experienced calciver, he saw sort of saw me look at it. And it, yeah, it, and so Richard's like, okay, you know, like, I mean, like, calm down.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what was he wearing it for? Yeah,
0: well, he was, so really? he actually, Australia and the US are allies. Mm. And when Richard Richard's actually acts ex- a military, so he's oh. a parachuter. Correct. So he was in every war after the Vietnam War. Okay. And the thing about wearing a knife, although he can't carry a gun because he has a license to do that, but a knife um, instills, he told me that instills more, not fear, but people usually get knife cuts. Right. So, they know how painful it is to, to get cut by a knife. Versus right. if someone were holding a gun to you, they probably don't want to shoot you. Oh. Yeah. So, that's why he chose a knife. And also, I think on top of that, the knife saved him. Oh. And being in, uh, I guess, when you're trained military, you want to be in control of the situation. So, and kid you not, we were
1: Yeah, with that. Yes. On his back. But
0: so, I after that, I think you know, life just is just opens my mind up that so what what I mean, we think that he carried knife, being such a yeah, you know, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. yeah. I, I think it's crazy too. Yeah. But, but to at him. the same time, like I also accepted that he's a great guy. He let yeah. me stay in his house. Yeah. He brought me out. He, yes. I even invited him to Singapore to stay right. at my house. Okay. We went um, body, what's that body flying thing together okay. in, in, in thing, and so like, why can't you hang out with a person that's carrying a knife on his back? No. Like you, like, you when you like a person or when you gotta accept the person as a whole, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so my threshold of weirdness yes just got way higher.
1: Right. Yeah. So you're very accepting, Yeah, and isn't also, it? Yeah, I think that helps with whole, the
0: whole going the flow idea.
1: Yes, yes. It has changed my life, actually, this round-the-world trip, that I'm more patient
0: mm-hmm.
1: and more, you know, um, what's the word? Yeah, accepting other people for what they are in a way, you know, especially when you're travelling. Yes. Yeah?
0: Yeah, I it's, mean, it's just a big world out there. and Yes. Why should we impose our sense of normalness to others? And in fact, maybe we are the one that's
1: weird. Yes, that's correct. That's correct. Yes. Like in um, uh, Chile or what, I met an old Japanese guy, toothless. Toothless. And he looked like 70-something. And he just enjoyed tracking. And he couldn't speak a word of South American, Spanish. Yes. Or even like, yeah, uh, English. Just Japanese. Just Japanese. But I just sat next to him and sort of like spoke a little bit of English. And he opened up. Okay. And I could gather from him that his wife is at home. He's just taking a holiday. Oh. One month holiday in South America. Oh. For trekking. Oh. Yeah. And It's amazing.
0: Doesn't speak a word. Doesn't. Oh, no English, no Spanish. No English.
1: And he sleeps in hostel. And my head's off. Japan, you know? Yeah. The old folks are travelling just like that. You know? How old is he? he? didn't bring a backpack. that oh, he, did. he didn't? You see, he didn't. But it was like a luggage. But he was adventurous, isn't it? Yeah. Huh? <laughs> 70-something. <laughs>
0: yes, it is. I, I mean, I, I would want to be like that.
1: Yes, me too. too.
0: Okay, so let's move on because uh, more than that I, I think that you are also <laughs> great to. as a person in your relationship so you have actually an interesting love life and most Singaporean oh you I think it's interesting from my perspective uh, in many ways great
1: cut <laughs> do you mind
0: do you mind if you leave the curtains to speak about your relationship with your ex-lover
1: oh ex-lover who's that
0: um, let's just put in D- Darren the, your don't uh, Oh
1: oh Arrow Oh no my husband
0: yeah, I, My husband Is this your husband?
1: No 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 Right,
0: so ex-lover would be the term Oh well,
1: what a word Lover <laughs> <laughs> Ex-partner
0: Ex-Partner
1: <laughs> Right, right, right. Um, in Do what sense?
0: Yeah, okay. Well I, you have a fantastic run with Darren for more than Arrow. Tw- Arrow. Okay, so you don't mind. Using- oh we met in
1: nineteen seventy eight. And then we split up in 2000.
0: You have a beautiful baby girl, Dawn.
1: Right.
0: And one day you woke up and decided that both of you are not men. meant to move on. <laughs> right? not,
1: it's not one day that I woke okay. up. Hello? No, no. Actually, we met when I was about 26 and a half. Mm-hmm. At that time, my friends were all getting married, you know, this and that. But for me, it's like, wow. So I was like, pretty late, late bloomer. Okay. So we didn't get married till the age when I was 32 because we waited for our HD five-room flat. To yeah. yeah, it's about six years almost, right. Um, it was a good relationship because we liked the same things like bird watching, stargazing. We joined a nature society and all that. Mm-hmm. It's really, yeah, it's lovely. Till actually... Maybe after that our communication broke down, which is so sad. Yeah. In the mid nineteen nineties it started. And also maybe I had also other family things, you know, my mom, my sister, cancer, and then my mom also had problems. Mm-hmm. Yep. So maybe after that our communication broke down.
0: And so, what was the, the sort of the pulling, the decision pulling? Because okay. you told me in a very beautiful, beautiful way, remember? Oh,
1: like if I can't hug a person in bed I can't carry on living with that person
0: how did you come out of that like or was it
1: something I guess that... maybe because of uh, communication breaking down we don't hug each other and all that and um, yeah when we shared the bed but one is sleeping on that side and you know extreme ends of the bed although we're still sharing the same bed and I think that's terrible And I wouldn't go through a marriage because of that. Of course, I tried to bring in counselling and all that, but being a male, I guess it doesn't work out. They didn't want to. So, okay, then after about one year, then I said, I think we should just split up so that he can have the opportunity of having a good life and not sleeping on a bed without hugging. (laughs) And me too, you know? Yeah. Yeah, because... If I were to be married to a person right up to eighties, I would still like to hug that person in bed.
0: Yes, and Dawn was Dawn affected in any way? She, oh. How old was she when you guys decided to separate?
1: About thirteen or fourteen. Okay. Physically separate, but actually he still had keys to my home, to our home. Oh. So he was still like part of the family. He walked in and out. You know, it's like his home. So it wasn't really.
0: Um, so from then, when you told him till to when he left. It's actually was two, one, years, one two, or two years, one
1: year. Two years, yes. Oh. So that, yes, he could um, get his own flat and all of that. Yeah. So he was still part of the family. Yeah. Was it hard to break we the news to Dawn? No, we just said, okay, we're splitting up. That's it. You know, Papa will move out. But she was still around till two years later. Papa will move out, you know, but he'll still come home, you know, this and that. So it's okay. How do so you, you explain sure? to Dawn? I uh, just said that it isn't none of her fault or anything. <laughs> it's my fault actually. Okay. Because the, I have changed. Women evolve, honestly.
0: I think people evolve, not just women.
1: I don't know. But in this case, his um Arrow is someone who's just the same. Even now, we're still very good friends. When I went round the world trip, he took care of my estate, you know? Mm. He's my POA. Oh wow. Yeah. He's still a very good friend. It's like a brother to me.
0: And he, how does he see it?
1: Yeah, he still yeah
0: comes and go. He gets comes Gets to meet for go. lunch, coffee.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We still meet up. Yeah, that's right.
0: How fun! Yeah, how fun. and he
1: actually remarried after that. Oh, did he? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So he he was even faster than you.
1: Definitely, <laughs> I never remarried. Although well, I had a few. Did, have you have you met that.
0: have you met uh, the beautiful other half of Dar- uh, Arrow?
1: Um. Yes. Yes. Was she? She's yeah, accepting of us, yeah, Aww. in that sense, yeah. How
0: nice. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: And correct me if I'm wrong, Dawn this year twenty-nine.
1: Oh she's 29.
0: Living in yeah. Sydney yes. on her fourth year of studying how to poke needles into people and feeding them with interesting species of nature in hopes to get them better. Am <laughs> I right?
1: Oh yes, yes. Yep.
0: How did she get into that? How did that happen?
1: Oh, it's her dream, yeah. Mom. I'm following my dream. I want to help people. Well, she had a master's in MIB, you know, international business and all that. But somehow it's not her. Uh So she said, I'm going to have, yeah, my dream of helping people. So she's taken up TCM in Sydney, of all places. Why don't come back to Singapore and do it? No, 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 I remain there because it's bilingual. Whereas here at um, Nanyang University, maybe it's in Chinese. Maybe I'm not sure. Yeah, mm. but it is in Chinese. Yeah.
0: And have she tested uh, you using you you as a guinea pig to test her uh,
1: massage? Yes, oh, the massage. Twina kind of thing, you know. Wow. The chi <laughs> <laughs> massage. Yeah. Whoa. But it's really good. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. What, and now she's telling me, Mom, you don't shouldn't be taking this and that. I say, Whoa! Who's telling me what not to eat? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Dawn spent her Adolescence years Actually quite a long time How long has she been In Sydney already?
1: Um, since 2007 So when she was 20 She went there So now it's going to be 10 years Next year
0: Wow She
1: loves Sydney And I love Sydney too It's yeah. beautiful yeah. You're
0: quite a mum To let your daughter Go on such oh, a Great yes. adventure On, on studying
1: <laughs> no, no no not that Live apart even yeah. let's say if she were to return to Singapore, no, we're not going to live under the same roof.
0: Oh, you, you demand her not to live under the same roof with you.
1: If she's here in Singapore, right. no. No. You live in a, under, you know, Your own thing. Yes, that's right. Why do you think Of course, there's... we can eat together and all that, but live separately. It's... I think I encourage young people to travel if possible, if they can afford it, study abroad. Yeah. It's not the paper, but it's the life experience of mixing with different nationalities, different types of people. And also make a mistake and then get up and do, you know, and carry on with living.
0: Mm.
1: Yeah. Of course, I have experienced that I'm uh, like a mom and I worry for her and all that. But being away, whatever she does, I trust her. Fundamental years of five, first five years, that's very important, right? So she's been brought up properly and all that. So she knows what is right and what is wrong. Yeah. So it's trusting her and whatever mistake she's done, just carry on. Yep. Do it and yeah, make the mistake.
0: Why do you think in Singapore parents are uh, the opposite of you? <laughs>
1: Yeah, I do. And how do you
0: become the opposite of them? That's also another.
1: Oh yeah, when we first started sending her to primary one, I didn't want any elite schools. No way. You're going to out of convenience. You're going to walk across to that school in Tampines. You know, we'll teach you how to walk, and she did. On the third day, she walked to school, crossing the major road. You know, cross the. I mean, yeah, pedestrian crossing, and just go to school. That's how it is. I'm not going to like drive you all the way to a school, maybe in East Coast or whatever, you know. Yeah, no way. I will not give in to that.
0: Why Why the, what made you make that decision?
1: Because education is not about paper chase for me. It's more like she's learning and she's in this school, she's mixing around with people who's father is maybe a taxi driver whose father may be a doctor, this and that, but not an elite school whereby it's all professional parents. What the hell? It's just not learning. Yeah. So it's more like, yeah, just go and mix around with people. And I feel that is an experience, isn't it? I mean, for her to decide to go to poly also, I say, okay, that's what you want. Go for it. You don't need to do your A-levels, you know, in your JC's and all that. Great. Just do whatever.
0: When you say that um, her walking back herself alone right. versus her friends who are like being fresh around, have a mate, can't pick them up. Primary, yeah. How, do, how does she feel about it?
1: I don't know. She's just accepted it as, <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's part of life. I guess maybe it's all your environment and all that. Yeah. Yeah, that they don't take things for granted. Yeah.
0: Okay, so yeah. in your past life, you were a pretty good investment banker. You even set up... Oh, an, private, a, not investment. There's a
1: difference between investment banking and private banking.
0: Okay, we, no, we don't want to go into the detail <laughs> on that. Pretty good private banker. You even set up an entire um, department in the bank in Sydney at the age of 54.
1: Oh, yes. Yes? Yes, yes. And I've uh helped set it up.
0: Yeah, yes. I mean, people pay for the entire expat package for you to to set up this whole thing. And correct me, I want you didn't actually study, study that, and only mm-hmm. after later part, and then you actually correct.
1: Yes, yes, yeah. I mean, I didn't have a university degree and all that. You know, yep, just A levels, and that's about it. And
0: on top, of that day at age of fifty-four, they paid for the entire package to move you on an expat package. Right. To Sydney. Yeah. So top, tapping on your knowledge, uh, if there's one thing or investment yeah. concept um for the youth, um like me.
1: Yeah, all right.
0: What should we start you know looking at, study or dabble our hands and feed into?
1: Mm, I think the way to go is if you wanna work for someone, you should be happy in what you're doing. Yep um building up a home, then okay, go for it. Work for a company and then it pays you well, suffer a few years and then you've got you build up your finances and then okay. But I would actually encourage now entrepreneurship is really something that's in and I would encourage that actually because you're working for yourself and it's your money and you work hard for it and that's how it is. You know, it's so rewarding I feel. Of course it's tough doing your own business, I think. Right? It's tough. Yes, yes. But you get the satisfaction. You've got your freedom, your time, which actually can be really full chock-a-block, isn't it?
0: Yes.
1: (laughs) But it's different from working for someone. You may feel frustrated with a boss or colleagues or something like that, isn't it?
0: For sure. I mean, you you set your own time. You set who you want to work with. Yeah um, I think that is And then you're doing What you want to do
1: Right And at a young age 20 something I think it's really Fantastic It's a sharp learning curve But I think it's A really fantastic experience By the time you're My age I think you're way ahead of me but Honestly <laughs> What is a hate? I can't imagine you At age 60 something Prosperous
0: Prosperous Huh, huh?
1: huh? <laughs> <Have> you... <laughs> SGX listed company oh.
0: <laughs> 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 One day when that happens <laughs>
1: you've got how many years hello 40 years ahead of you to catch up with me you know in a way
0: yes in a way but also things are very expensive these days hey
1: no heck about the uh, things being expensive actually somehow we're just fine yeah because when I was young things seemed so expensive but somehow you just manage yeah manage it yeah
0: well what about say for example right now I saved up, I started my business yeah. and I saved up
1: mm-hmm.
0: 50 grand. Ooh. And um, I mean, not that I'm saying I have 50 grand.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I have
0: some money. What should I look into if I want to invest um, that amount of money? Or should I even invest?
1: Okay. So you want this 50K, you want to put it aside as security or you want to, depends on your business, yeah. you want to pump it back? No, so some right now will... my
0: business is okay. It's self-run. Okay,
1: it's self-run. Yeah. Yeah. 50 so extra K extra money, all right. Conservatively, Conservatively, then I would recommend you go into equities, dividend paying, good blue chips, or if not, read about it. Yeah, I mean, the companies that you're going into, equity is the best, the way to go. I mean, of course, there's up and down, you know, now it's pretty flat, but um, in the long run, if you average your dollar, as you say, yep, then. So you would say go look into, like, read
0: about, like, dollar cost averaging. Yes. Read about, uh, look into equities
1: and blue chip stocks. Yes, because you're young, you see, you're 20-something, yeah, and dividends, and you can get out of it. If you lose that 50K, Mm. you can still rebuild it.
0: And as important as it is uh, to make a good decision on investing, Mm -hmm. it's also important to avoid bad decisions. So you is,
1: can't. How is, do you avoid? How is there do you any a decision bad decisions
0: bad? that you think like people? I mean, over your years of greed, hybrid, greed. How how did
1: that relate? I to mean, action? I've met multimillionaires and all that. Actually, all these people, it's the good investors. All these people that become, become so wealthy, put money into the business, and then with the spare cash, then reaps a profit and then that they invest properly for the family. That's how it is. So they put their money into the business first.
0: And then how they greet like sort of like make them. But
1: then you get the average uh, Joe in the street who maybe has one, two million because being a private banker with service clients mm-hmm. who are above US one million. Mm-hmm. They're the ones one, two million. They're the ones who are some of them Um, conservative yet greedy they want high returns low risk there's no such thing as high returns low risk it's always high returns high risk so if you put in 50,000 be prepared to lose it if you have the attitude be prepared to lose it then you won't be so stressed out what would
0: be something that is like low returns what are we looking what percentage are we looking at
1: low returns
0: yeah low returns, low risk one percent, it, huh?
1: right? <laughs> yeah, that's low risk.
0: <laughs> okay, so let's wrap up here and let's go on to the last topic. We've established earlier that you have lived more than half a century yeah. on this oh planet, <laughs> and at the same time, you exude such positivity and like basking in joy of life. In many ways, you're quite a role model to many people. Um, oh so, gosh, but, what is the secret of growing
1: up? Yeah, what's the secret of growing up? Take things as they come don't have you know don't make regrets or anything you know if something bad happens just move on learn from it learn from it like the mistake you've done learn from it what did I go wrong you know with it so yeah let's learn from it and then just carry on okay. to the next thing yeah. right yeah. and
0: uh, is there anything that at the age of 64 you either look forward or look back at and something that you try or something you're, you're good or maybe didn't enjoy is there anything that you kind of want to become awesome at in the coming years?
1: Awesome at in the coming years? Um, meditation, actually.
0: Oh, <laughs> why? That
1: I could, if I could just spend one hour meditating. I've done the 10 day uh, meditation, Vipassana, that's correct. I mean, 10 days, no talking, wow. with about 10 hours of meditating. I've gone through that. It's amazing. It's really. Great experience. But I wish that now I can get in, make it a part of my routine life. Yeah, that I can spend. But it's like one hour is so long, isn't it? Yes. Huh? Yes. But it's just giving yourself that peace, you know? It's like Why don't you we, we bathe ourselves. Yeah, 10 minutes, I do do that in the okay. mornings. I do do that. 15 minutes is nothing. But one hour, is like us, uh, meditation is like us taking a shower to clean up. Yeah. So meditating is cleaning up your mind. Agreed. Actually, try that.
0: <laughs> Would do. One hour, uh, I'll start with one, 10 minutes though.
1: 10 minutes is good enough. Yeah. <laughs> 15 <laughs> minutes, yeah.
0: Okay. So, oh, this is a round of quick question, but yeah. I don't need to answer quick. Uh-huh. Um, advice for your 18-year-old self and place us where you're at.
1: At 18, an advice. Yeah. At 18, I just finished my um, A-levels. That time it was higher school certificate. And i wearing to go out and work to earn money. Yeah, that was it. So, an advice to an 18-year-old: carry on studying if you can. Education is so important, it's not for the paper. As I've always told on, it's more your life experience that if you're studying in a circle of people, you meet different people. Yeah, Before you go out into the working world. And these days, I think you do need some paper qualifications in that sense. Mm. Unless you're really fantastic in what you're doing. I don't, don't look at me. <laughs> <laughs> Either that or if you have a passion for something, you don't need the paper qualifications and you're really into something. Go for it. Easier said than done, isn't it? It is.
0: Huh? Yes. But
1: it's nice um, being, um, studying actually. Because I was deprived, actually almost deprived of education. My mom didn't want to send me to school. till my sister was telling her, hey, send her to school. <laughs> so I went to school at the age of eight. Wow. Actually, Yeah, my eighth year. So I'm just one year senior. You of know, everybody. Of everyone. And there, at only age um, 10, at age 10, primary 3, that I learned that, gosh, it's so important to study. And that's when I aced, you know, in all my subjects, you know, in class and all that. Because I realized it's so important. I went to school without knowing, well, a word of English. Uh Yeah. And that's how I learned that I've got to read. And that's how I taught myself English, besides the nuns, Irish nuns in school, you know. We couldn't speak dialect. I spoke to you. Yeah. <laughs> we will find if we do, do that. Yeah. We did that.
0: <gasps> yeah. What is one thing that you own that you should probably throw out but never will?
1: Actually, my suitcase. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> <That's not> your... <laughs> no, the big suitcase. Yeah. Because
0: now your I backpack already.
1: Backpack or a travel light. Right. But a big suitcase, I think I should throw it out. But then keep it because it's good storage, eh? to put things in it
0: fair enough um, Will you recommend any books or documentary top three books
1: top three books
0: Or one if you have any
1: um, just a writer actually I would recommend oh who Tart T-A-R-T-T she is such a fantastic writer
0: which...
1: she's just written I think three books and I've read all her three books and they're just they're so thick
0: 500-600 pages
1: you're right she actually got, um, yeah, an award for something. But it's really her books are so amazing; you just can't bear to put it down.
0: What, which one should I start with? If
1: I'm oh gosh, with... I've got a bad memory for titles and all that. But I just know that her surname is T A R T T. Yeah. Um, she's written three books. One is actually about a boy. Um, he became an orphan, and then he grew up, and he became a uh, an art um, dealer or something like that, you know, okay. and you traded in it and all that, but crookedly.
0: I'll find the link and I'll send you in. You can confirm it's that book.
1: Tara. Yeah, T-A-R-T-T.
0: Okay. Any uh, morning routines or habit that you find important?
1: Oh, yep. Getting up, doing my yoga, um, and meditation for one hour. Yes, after brushing teeth, I do that. And it really is sort of like, wow. Well, especially now that I'm retired. Okay. Then after that, I'm just on the go. Yeah.
0: Got it. If you have a bus poster, mm-hmm. uh, you can design it. You're right. What is it going to say?
1: <laughs> bus poster. Come on board, be green. Okay. Enjoy the ride.
0: <laughs> um, when you think of the word successful, who mm-hmm. came into your mind and why?
1: A living person, non-living person or whatever? Dalai Lama. Yeah. Why is he... I consider him successful because... The way he talks... and Of course, he's got the balance in life, you know? From, yeah, what he's been through when he was young and all that. Escaping um, China regime Chinese regime it's his he takes things in a way lightly his laughter and all that it's so amazing and the way he explains things you ask him a question he explained it in layman terms and it makes so much sense yeah his advice really fantastic
0: okay you said that you're a misfit so what are some of the most common misconception about you Mm. this is the time we can clear it up
1: right on yes my colleagues used to think that oh this Betty is like you know she's got potato in her mouth or something like that and they say yeah you're so western I say huh are you joking I take Chinese medicine no? and you don't take Chinese medicine and this lady one day she asked me how do you whisk an egg I say huh use a fork la. oh I use chopsticks what's she trying to say to me? (laughs) Like, what the hell? And just because I can speak to my European colleagues, it doesn't mean I can't speak to my, you know, the janitor. I speak to them also, you know. So what? I'm not such a misfit, am I?
0: Yeah. Well, so last question for the day. Uh, If you have a time machine, when will you travel to and why and what will you do there?
1: Time machine? Yes. Regardless of my age? Yeah,
0: yeah. Right now?
1: No, right now? Yeah. 50 years from now.
0: You go into the future? Yes. Where will you be? And what will you be doing?
1: No, I just want to see what the world is like, you know, 50 years from now. I mean, telecommunication and all that uh, technology, it has, you know, over the past few years, it's already improved. 50 years from now, it's going to be wow. We'll be travelling up in the air, you know.
0: Teleporting.
1: Yes. I think that's the way to go. I'm sure.
0: Okay. Well, well done. We're done. Thank you. Thank you. you. What's up, people? It's over. So, all show notes... Links to books, website, as well as the picture of me and Betty on top of this beautiful Inca ruin can be found on the website brianvictor.com. If you guys have any comments on how I can improve the show or better questions to us, please comment the blog post. Also, if you have any questions for Betty, feel free to put it there too. Um, lastly, if you have any recommendations uh, for people you would like to hear from, uh, any misfits, uh, feel free to drop me an email to tell me who are those people and, and why you think they are awesome. So in the coming weeks, uh, we will have uh, Fucker Fuss, a stand-up comedian, who has came a long way from being a security guard at shopping malls to having his own one-hour comedy special. So, If you want to get updated, you can sign up for the mailing list on the website. I will see you soon.